It's the hour. Sinister hour. You're here with Rachel. And Emily. And I know that you missed us. You ain't gotta lie about it. I know. We missed a whole week, but it's all right. (laughs) I know. Busy, busy, busy. Sick kids and everything else. But what do you got for me this week, Miss Emily? In honor of spooky season, I am straying away from serial killers for a minute. Uh, yes, yeah, serial killers. What a broad subject. Yeah, we did that for a while, but I'm going to stray away from that because it's spooky season. I'm excited. All right. So, you know how every time like you watch scary movies, you always have that conversation like, what would you do? Or, you know, would yes. you make it out? Um, what if I told you that you could actually experience being the main character of a what? of a horror movie. What? Tell me about it. That sounds so interesting. You may change your mind by the end of it. We're going to be talking about McKamey Manor. Oh my um, gosh, what? That sounds so creepy and I'm not even lying. I don't even know what that is. So, and I, I remember seeing this several years ago when I was still in high school. Um, and me and my friend Danielle at the time were like, ooh, when we get old enough, we're going to go sign those waivers. We're going to go through this. It's a haunted house experience. Oh, my gosh. And it started out in San Diego, California. And it is this haunted house experience, but it's not your typical haunted house. It's a little more extreme. A um, little... <gasps> oh, my gosh. Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm not 100% sure, but please continue. <laughs> it is uh it's a little bit more extreme so their website is and i'm gonna quote directly from their website here says be warned mckamey manor is not your standard boo haunted house this is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie this is a rough intense and truly frightening experience you must be in great health to participate Last year's haunt was nothing compared to the new McKamey Manor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so basically, there is a $20,000 prize for anybody who actually manages to get to the end of this thing. It is so intense. You said um, 20, how much, did you just say $20,000? Yeah, if you manage to get through the whole thing. Are you kidding me? Okay, first I need to be asking. Has anybody made it through? No. Oh my god. What are they doing up in here? So, they do, and I, we do know for sure that they start out with a little bit of hypnosis. Oh my gosh. Which, that alone, uh-uh, no. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they, so, you have to sign a whole bunch of waivers and stuff, but they, <laughs> they hypnotize you. And then they blindfold you and, like, simulate kidnapping you. Oh, my gosh. They're going all out, aren't they? mm Mm-hmm. And they'll throw you in the back of a van, get you to a location, and they're reported doing all kinds of stuff, like feeding you gross stuff. Uh, (gasps) If you you throw up, they've been known to make you eat your own vomit. Oh, my God. They put heads in. That's not even, like, a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And they put your head in a cage, um, and it's different for everybody because they target people's individual ind- individual fears. But this is just some of the more extreme stuff. 
they put people's heads in cages. They'll, you know, people have been bound and gagged, uh, oh trapped, my gosh. trapped in enclosed spaces with snakes or spiders <sighs> or. Absolutely I not. I freaking refer- refuse. Oh my gosh. That is literally insane. Um, the thing is, the, the actors can touch you. They can do whatever they want to you, but you cannot touch them back. Oh my gosh. You're not allowed to fight back. It ruins the whole point of it. Um, so it How actually, are you supposed to not fight back against somebody who's messing you up? Right. I'm going to back up a little bit and tell you how it started. Okay. So it started in San Diego, California. It was started by a man named um, Russ McCamey. Russ McCamey. Well, isn't that a name? And he actually has military background. He was in the Navy for 23 years. Oh, dang. 17 of those he was out to sea. Um, and then after that, he worked for the VA for 13 years. Um, and everybody kind of chops up. They call it horror boot camp. The They call the haunted house. Yeah, they call it like a horror boot camp. And they chop that up to his military background uh, because he is like very intense. And he'll get in your face and, you know, really push you like they would at boot camp. Oh my um, gosh! I know you're probably going to go into like, are you gonna, you're going to go into everything that they do, right, at the place? Yes. Oh my gosh! I was about to say like they. Oh my gosh! I gotta know. Like I know you just said that's just insane for me. I just don't understand. Um. He. Uh, talks yeah. about in in interviews and stuff how he's done like little. He calls them boo haunts. Boo haunts. Yeah, like your typical haunted house. Like, mm-hmm. they can't touch you. You can't touch them. They just kind of jump out and yell at you a little bit. Yeah, like a jump factor. Yeah, like, yeah. no big deal. And he said he's done that kind of stuff all of his life. And eventually it become more cinematic. Um, and then he eventually wanted to make it more interactive and extreme. Uh, and so he says everything is smoke and mirrors. It's so bi- showbiz. He's um, a self-proclaimed entertainer. Uh-huh. Um, aside from doing this haunted house stuff, he actually said he does, he sings at weddings. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that doesn't really go with the aesthetic we're going with here. <laughs> no, but he's just all over the place. Um, and he doesn't really like to separate real stuff from the things that are just for show because he feels like it ruins the experience. Right. Yeah. Um, that's just crazy. He says it takes away from the effect, but it has caused him issues legally, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit more here in a minute. That's a, a little, yeah. Um, and he works with a charity. Um, you know how people use greyhound dogs uh, yes. for racing, and then like they dump them. Yes. So he works with a a charity, and he for the longest time there was no entrance entrance fee other than dog food for the charity. Okay. And when it started, there was no safe word. Oh, they got safe words? Now they do. Uh, oh, people wow. complain. Yeah. Uh, repeatedly. So if you're to go through this, you have to, um, there's a very intensive sign up process. They check your ID. You have to watch like two hours worth of videos and they quiz you right before. 
Um, so the age, the, the other just requirements that you have to have. So age requirement, 18 to 20 with a parent's permission or just be 21 and up. You got to have your, your whole legal adult and you got to have your parents' permission. Exactly. Like, can you imagine being 20 years old and being like, mommy, can you sign this? I got to go through this haunted house. I was on my own and living by myself at 18. Why in the heck am I going to have to have my mom sign a, a field trip for him? Exactly. <laughs> you, have oh, to complete, so you have to complete a sports physical and have a doctor's note stating that you are mentally and physically well enough to participate i think that the only thing that is getting me right now is the fact of if this is so bad to have to have all that medical shit done like these people who are doing this shit they must be like some real sadistic people a lot of them are uh thrill seekers adrenaline junkies psychos obviously (laughs) uh mckamey manor actually completes a background check on you as well (laughs) <laughs> they do a screening way ahead of time uh, oh on either Facebook Messenger video chat or over the phone. Mm-hmm. You have to have proof of medical insurance. Oh my gosh. Sign a, you have to sign like this really long waiver. Um, depending on where you get your information from, it's somewhere from 40 to 50 pages. Holy crap. And then you have to pass a drug screen on the day of the tour. Oh, well. I wouldn't be able to go there. Oops. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm legal. Go ahead. Um, it's they base everything on your personal fears, which they figure out whenever they do your, uh, interview, your phone interview. Um, that and is, then that's crazy. So okay, so do they have like different sections of this place that they just put people, or do they prepare for these people, and then prepare for like what they're afraid of, and then put them in it? Uh, they like prepare for them so the the process getting you up to it because there's a really really long waiting list like thousands of people are on a waiting list that's just crazy but like I said they have to go through all of these things um your interview is with the owner Russ like you Mm -hmm. have to speak with him for yourself and this all happens over over time you know Mm -hmm. um and so they prepare for you it's like I said, it started out in California. Now there's two different locations, one in Nashville and one in Alabama. Wow. Uh, two. And- there's two places. Okay. So hold on. There's two places. Is there a waiting list for both the places? Uh huh. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and so basically, what it is is he buys a house with a shit ton of land. So he's got all of this land just to set up and do whatever and he's got all these actors and stuff that work with him and afterwards you know he'll bring you back up to the house and let you calm down and get comfortable whatever um that's crazy there's warnings on the website that say not to do it if you're pregnant have a heart condition are prone to seizures claustrophobic or and i quote a big wimp (laughs) a big wimp huh Mm mm-hmm Oh my gosh. <laughs> all over the website. <laughs> all over the website and then multiple times out loud they will say you really don't want to do this. And that is something that they repeat a lot. 
you really don't want to do this. That's literally like that honestly just blows my mind. Like I just right now I'm so dumbfounded at this place. That's just crazy. Um, so we'll just kind of talk about a few of the people that have gone through it. One of the people that's gotten the most publicity, her name is Amy Milligan. Oh, okay, Miss Amy. All right, I see you. What you doing? She was waterboarded, uh, and she said she felt like she would drown. <gasps> like, she legitimately thought she was going to drown. OMG. Is that where they put that cloth over your face and then pour water on it? Mm-mm, like, they straight up had, like, a bucket of ice water <gasps> that they were just, like, dunking her head in. Oh, my, oh my gosh. That just gave and me the heebie-jeebies. She was blindfolded, and they were just slamming her face into ice-cold water. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That is so... Oh, my gosh. That is but, just... yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff you're supposed to expect with this. So they record every single person that goes through. Um, that is kind of for legal reasons, but also yeah, because... <laughs> but also it's for, like, promotional videos. And a lot of the stuff, like, they'll edit and and clip together the best parts and release it. I'm surprised um, that they put any videos like that out on considering that this place is so intense. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you go try to watch them on YouTube, it'll have you sign in because it's, you know, the community guidelines and all that. Yeah, you have to be like 18 plus. Uh-huh. Um, but she claims the worst parts, like the parts where she thought she was legitimately going to drown, she said that that was all edited out of her released footage. Well, I can understand why. I mean, if they make it more, how do I put this, appetizing to other people and other viewers, that they'll have more people coming in. Right. Um, she said a lot of her parts were edited out. Um so then the owner, Russ McCamey, came back and responded, and he said that everybody, it's made sure that everybody's safe all the time. Um, there is lots of water involved for the effect, but she was never going to be held under long enough to, drown. to actually drown. Um, and he does say, I've watched a lot of interviews, and I've checked out his Facebook, um, all kinds of stuff. So there's lots of... Uh, pages imitating McCamey Manor. Yeah. So he just started doing everything from his personal Facebook page, got it verified. So it's got like a little blue check on it. Uh, so I went and checked that out. And he does talk a lot about, he keeps repeating the phrase smoke and mirrors. So basically everything is for show um, that you may get hurt. You may come out with some cuts and bruises and things, but you won't be, like seriously permanently damaged um, that is insane like he says that but how does he know that's probably why he's got all those waivers and why the waiver is like literally a 50 page waiver I mean it sounds like to me that this place is pretty dangerous oh absolutely and so the worst thing that's happened there was somebody that had a heart attack oh my gosh did they die no Oh my gosh. Oh, my heart just dropped off. What to say? Nobody's ever died. So this place is still open. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever died, but somebody did have a heart attack. But 
what what were they going to do about that, you know? So that was... Oh, so somebody had a heart attack, but nobody ever died. There was another man. So the closest person to ever winning the tour, um, which that's very unclear what winning actually looks like. I guess yeah, it's just, because like, it isn't like they have like a finish line. You know what yeah, I mean? No. Like they could literally make it go on as long as they could. And I think it says it's anywhere from like six to 10 hours. Uh, depending. Did you just say six to ten hours? Uh-huh. So they torture you. Basically, if you just let them go until they say they're done, then you win, I guess. But the closest person to ever winning was a Marine named Russell. Um, and he was very close, but people claim that he was that they pulled him out because he was too close. But I'll tell you, I went and watched his footage. All of it. All of his footage? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. So, and you said, okay, so you just said that it's like, I can't think of a word right now. Well, his video was like two hours long. Oh, well, that doesn't make sense. Not, oh, well, it kind of does because you said they edited out a lot of stuff and it can be anywhere from six to ten hours. But, yeah, like, like, honestly, the reward money is a lot of money. So I can see, like, people saying that they pulled him out. I can understand what they're coming from because, like, obviously nobody's won, you know, and it's six to ten hours. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't see anybody ever winning because this is just a torture house. Well, his footage was like an hour and 45 minutes, two hours, something like that. Um, so, again, the owner's response was that he was pulled because he was experiencing hypothermia, and it was a safety issue. Of course, it was a safety issue. Safety issue for your pockets. So, I did watch the footage. He was experiencing hypothermia. Uh, he was blue in the lips and his fingers were blue and they, cause they of course had been dunking him in ice cold water oh, yeah. again. And it's the middle of the freaking night. It's cold outside. They're dunking him in freaking ice cold water. And he was doing an awesome job. Like he was just taking it like a freaking champ. Um, but they did pull him cause he was shivering and chattering his teeth and he was blue uh, and they, you know, put a whole bunch of blankets on him and tried to dry him up and get him. They put him back in the van for a while. And most of his footage that I watched was him recovering. Was him trying to warm back up. I can't believe that. Okay, so my biggest thing is, is like, okay, so they pulled him out for a safety issue, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do they expect, if he was willing to go on, but they're the one who stopped it. You know, shouldn't that automatically make him a winner? You see what I'm saying? Maybe. Because, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, obviously they're going to have... I don't know. I just... That's just... Well, so then the owner had him in the van again, trying to warm him up. And he was like... He was like, I'm still a little cold, but I think I'm good. I'm ready to go back. And he goes, absolutely not, buddy. 
And he said, why not? And he said, um, basically because it was a liability. Mm. Like, you know, he was already experiencing hypothermia. Yeah. What if they put him back out and he experienced something that was unexpected and something serious had happened? Right. Because in what? the end, even though this is a torture house, they're not they're not trying to kill people. Right. They're just on the verge of it. But he was also noted as saying that the $20,000 prize wasn't a thing at the time. The guy wasn't competing. The guy wasn't competing for money. He was just doing it. Uh, It makes 100% like that much of a difference. Because like the entire time I'm sitting here thinking like they just want, they want to keep their money. But if that money wasn't even a thing, then whoever that dude was is obviously insane. Oh, absolutely. And I've tried to uh, explore both sides of this a little bit. So people keep trying to get it shut down. Well, yeah. He's had, he's had the cops called on him several times. He had the cops so involved in San Diego that he just closed it and moved to a different state because he was like, whatever. It is not even worth it. Wow. That's so that's why he moved. Okay. Pretty pretty much. That's like the uh, there's a little bit more to it than that, but that's basically it. Um, people kept calling the cops. Of course, they hear people screaming, and it looks really bad. Um, people think that the torture is real, um, and showcasing it the way he does, recording it and being so, hey, you know, come let us torture you, makes him appear as a sadist. I mean, kind of, yes, it does. It does to oh, me, too. Absolutely. But when you watch this guy's Facebook lives and you watch his interviews. He comes off as like the goofy dad. You know what I mean? This man is a psycho. I see it now. Like he's, he's, he's real silly. Yeah. He's real silly and he's real out there. Um, and he doesn't want to give away too much of the magic that makes things feel so real. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when people ask him questions, instead of answering it, he walks them around in circles. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Instead of he's so he's beating around the bush practically. Yes. Yes. And never really directly answers a question because he doesn't want to ruin like his movie magic. Right. Which I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that too. Yeah, I understand wholeheartedly because like it's kind of like a magician revealing also, his like, tricks. Who comes up with this shit, you know? Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, okay, so, like, even the workers that are there, like, they have to be sadistic, too. There's no way that they are not as sadistic as he is. Because, like, who gets a job to torture people? And how does he move from one whole ass state to another where he don't know nobody? And just, how does he find the people to hire? Like, what does that job listing look like? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, let's just put an ad in a paper for any psychos who wants to torture somebody, you know, hit me up. And how do you trust them to know that they're going to follow whatever safety protocols you have in place? See, that's even, see, that's sketchy. That's like going to a fair and you have all those like hundred year old rides there and then you get on it and you're scared that you're going to, it's going to break or something. Exactly. (laughs) 
can, there are people that want to get this shut down that claim these are all accusations. I don't have any physical proof behind these claims, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet he has like a rule where you can't take your phones in or, you know, you can't do all that stuff. Like you have to put like all your belongings somewhere, you know, so that none of his stuff gets out. So not everybody knows. So people can't prepare for it. Probably. And also probably so that you don't break your shit, you know? Yes, that is true, too, because if they're shoving people's heads in water, I mean, that phone is an easy, easy break. If you think about any phone is, especially if you're sitting there going through torture. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you could really use it anyway. You have your hands tied up and whatever else. Yeah, exactly. Especially from six to ten hours. That's just insane. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're are petitions that are trying to get him shut down still. And they make accusations saying things like, um, accusing them of sexual assault, accusing them, accusing them of drugging participants. Oh my gosh. They doping people up. These are just accusations. I don't know. I know that's just crazy though. <laughs> it just blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, cause like I know there's two sides to every story, but I mean, really, who you gonna believe? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> uh, they also say that some of the workers are sex offenders or have been charged with violent crimes. So you tell me, mean- this man goes to a prison and picks out the people that he wants, and then make them work for him. <laughs> checks out (laughs) (laughs) this is so funny there's a whole lot of you know he said she said with it yeah absolutely he was featured in a in an episode of some show on Netflix and I can't think of what it was called now basically is it like a Halloween one no, it's this um like a documentary. Yeah, kind of, but it's got several different episodes. It's got this man, I think he's Australian or something, and he goes and visits different places. Like the particular episode I watched, he went and experienced uh the type of people that, you know, prep for doomsday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He um went, he, I can't even think of their names either, but yes, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Like, he went and shadowed some of those people and figured out what their life was like and why they think the way they think. Mm -hmm. Uh, He went and spoke to some friends of Charles Manson to figure out to figure out, like, what they thought as his friends. That Um, is literally insane. Oh, I remember the thing. Uh, Doomsday Preppers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then at the very end of that episode, he went to McCamey Manor. So basically, he went in the house and interviewed Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it was just Russ playing mind games with him. Like, oh, you don't want to do this. I don't think you can do it. Blah, blah, blah. And then they were talking about the guy that was going to be there the next day. Well, then he goes and decides that he wants to go in with that guy. Oh, wow. Side note, there's a rule that there can be no more than two people at a time for safety reasons. So they can't bring... Yeah. 
they can't bring their cameras in for a good chunk of the process, right? Yeah. But what they do get on camera is the interview process and the the waiver that they have to sign. So they and have all that, they got all that on camera? Not all of it, but like a good chunk of it. And the That's fact so that it lasted, the fact that it lasted so long by the end of it, the guy just was so exhausted just by the end of them talking. Holy he was, cow. He was already worn out and they had to keep repeating themselves because he was just not getting it, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's already exhausted. And then they blindfold him, throw him in the back of a van, drive him up the driveway. And it's dark by this point. So you can see Russ with a a, a light and a GoPro strapped to his head. Okay, so um, the dude who owns this place, like, mm-hmm. does he just walk around and, like, record? Or is he in on the torture, too? A little bit of both. So okay. the only thing I really could see on camera was he yanked him out of the van and starts slapping him around a little bit. Nothing intense. He's not, like, knocking their damn teeth out. Yeah, right, obviously. I mean, for legal reasons. But, like, slapping him in the face and... He's like, you don't want to do this. You're not ready for this. You can't do this. Don't back out on me. All kinds of stuff, you know, just really trying to get in their heads. And then he grabs the cameraman or not the cameraman, but the, the camera and pushes it away. And he says, all right, y'all going back to the house. I've got it from here. Oh my gosh. They gave me. That dude did not last very long. He came back into the house and he's freezing. That just literally just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. He didn't last very long. He went and stood on the porch and tried to watch from the porch but couldn't see anything. Um, Mm. And the other guy didn't make it much, much longer than him. But the guy that he went in with was an adrenaline junkie. He had already run marathons. He had already, you know, went skydiving and all kinds of stuff. So he was just chasing like his next, his next like adrenaline. adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Kind of like skydiving and Rocky Mountain climbing and. <laughs> right? You know the song I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping you'd get the reference. <laughs> I did. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just crazy. Um, so, um, oh, okay. So, you said that he does a little bit of both. I feel like when he does that intimidating factor, I feel like him getting in their head saying, you know, you can't do this is going to make somebody want to do it more. That's kind of the idea, I think. It's kind of like, what's it called? Um, Reverse uh, psychology. There we go. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Now, I can't tell if he's trying out reverse psychology on them. Or if it's a legitimate warning. Because it is pretty intense. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I'll post some of the the screenshots that I can on our social media, of course. Um, I could probably send a couple of them to you now, but oh, man. I've seen one of like spiders crawling all over people. (gasps) No, I don't want to see it. Oh my gosh, that's creepy. That made me nauseous. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Some dude in clown makeup and the girl he was leading was also in clown makeup. Now, sometimes people show up looking crazy because it makes for a better video. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like the guy I was talking about before was wearing a onesie. Okay, so instead of it being like a haunted, okay, so it's like, it's like okay, so with haunted houses, like regular haunted houses, obviously not this torture place. It is all about like a jump, like jump factor, scare factor, that type of thing. But this house is not. You said it's called McKinney Manor. McKinney. McKinney Manor. This mm-hmm. place is solely it's I feel like it's not even there to like really scare people like it's just plain torture like if there's people if the people there aren't even like really dressed up or anything like that and they're just there to do the deed I mean most of the time the people's the people are blindfolded so they can't even see anything so this is like a legit just a torture house (laughs) they're all dressed up and you know occasionally they they do get to take blindfolds off and stuff but I think most of their costuming is for video purposes. Right. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But this is kind of like traditional haunted house meets Saw. Oh, that's just so creepy. I hate the Saw movies, but I know exactly what you're saying. Ugh. It's really one of those. If you could live out your favorite scary movie, would you? Yeah. Ooh, no, I wouldn't. Every man for himself. But it just... It, everybody has such a different opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's people that are literally trying to get it shut down. Um, and and then, I honestly And they think, even have a waiting list, is the funny thing. is like, there's so many people... But they have so many people on a waiting list who's actually wanting to do it. <laughs> and I think the folks trying to get them shut down, honest to God, I think some of them have made up stuff. Just to make their case more appealing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can completely understand what you're saying. But I do see why they might think that he's a sadist and why they think it's problematic. Of I course, mean, I can see their point of view. Yeah. Um, police have gotten involved. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where he calls local authorities before he starts and he's like, hey, we're doing a show out here tonight. If you hear people screaming, I promise you it's just us. Oh, wow. Got to forewarn the police so you don't go to jail. And, you know, I honestly think because he is just a showman and from the stuff that I've seen, you know, people often act like it's worse than what it really is, but it's because they can't see. Right, or, because you got to go all by your senses most of the time when you can't see. Or because there's so much going on around them, it's hard to, it's hard to take in. You right, know? yeah, you, yeah. You've got four people screaming at you. One of them's hitting you in the back of the head. The other one's dunking you in water. And sure, it may be like a four inches of water that they're dunking your head into. But there's so much screaming and other things going on. You're like, oh, I'm going to drown, you know? Like, that's terrifying. I get it. Yes, I do, too. Like, that is so scary. (laughs) And I think that's why he likes to say, oh, it's smoke and mirrors. It's showbiz. All that kind of stuff. Because it really is. And he just doesn't want to give it away. Because that would take away the appeal. And then people wouldn't want to go. Yeah, and maybe that's why he cuts out most of it. Yeah. 
I think because like of- most of it's just smoke and mirrors, like he says. Like there obviously are torture spots where they do stuff and they record and put it online, but most of it could be smoke and mirrors. Who knows? And I I really think that's the case personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have our own opinion. Yes. But oh, absolutely. I- I completely, I, I agree with you. I do. That's insane. Um, but I think a lot of people, the reason the wait list is so long is because people just want to find out for themselves. Right. Yep. People nosy but, like me. And see, I've known about this place for a long time. At some point, I wanted to do it because I did not think it was as extreme as it is. And then you start um, reading that shit and you're like, you know what? You do have a 50-page wave skip out on this and i've also decided that i've got too big of a personality to just let people push me around oh gross name <laughs> so um but i saw something oh i saw something on tiktok about it about how people are trying to get it shut down and it reminded me all over of what it was like the first time i saw those videos oh mm. because me and my friend danielle both huge horror fans we would have friday the 13th parties every year whenever friday the 13th would roll around those are the best slasher movies yeah i was like by that i mean we would watch scary movies and have a bunch of snacks um and so when that came around i remember we used to watch all the videos as soon as they were released wow i forgot about it i totally forgot about it till i saw it on tiktok and i was like oh my god what I didn't even like know this. Now? I didn't even know this place was a thing. Like I didn't know that this was like a just insane. Like I didn't even know that th- it could be legal. Let me put it that way. I didn't know that this type of thing would be legal. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it gets a little confusing, but... right? Right. See, that's what that's what gets me just a little bit is the fact that is is legal. <laughs> He's been getting away with it since, I think he started it in like 2014 or something like that. But, you know, you're right. You know, they really don't have anything, you know, the people who are like accusing the place of doing stuff and trying to shut it down and stuff like that. Like they don't have any evidence of it. Yeah. So like, how, who are you going to believe this man who's just like, yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors. But then there's these people who are like, yeah, well, this happened. But, but it's he, also people that, you know, it's it's stuff that people claim have happened because they've been there mm-hmm. and he just has the perfect response for it. Or it's people that have never been there that are making assumptions, assumptions that make sense. But assumptions are never great anyway. Yes, you're right. Jump into conclusions. Exactly. <laughs> man that's crazy so yeah. nobody's died so I can understand at the fact that they can't shut it down because ain't nobody died yeah no but nobody's died I bet, I bet this man gets sued has he been not to my knowledge but it's probably somewhere in that that waiver I was gonna say that 50 page waiver like they've really got no Oh yeah, Nothing they got that binding. Before. So they got that binding legal document, the fine print. You can go read the fine print under the fine print. Yep. 
Like they they probably have nothing substantial in court. Because he's like, he's like, no, look at this. I told him it was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, most of the time people, because most of the time when people like sign waivers and stuff like that, you know, like they read it, but it's more of a skim over the paper rather than reading the full thing. I think Russ makes them like really go through it because I think he sits there with them when they sign it. Well, I sure hope so, because these people obviously don't know what they're getting themselves into. I don't know, and I think that's part of the appeal. That's true. Because it's different for every person, so you can't have one person go and test it out for you and be like, oh, man, they they drowned me and they, they put me in a box with snakes. Because when you go, maybe they're just going to have some spiders crawl on you and they might just beat the shit out of you, and that's all. Yeah, I know, and I just am so dumbfounded about that, like... I just find it so crazy. This is a pretty interesting place. I just had no idea any place like this could even exist. That's just insane. I've seen videos of them like covered in like blood, you know, like oh damn. I think it's like I think it's like pig blood or something. Yeah. Give you that know, extra like- scare factor. Mhm. That's crazy. That is an interesting place. I have to say so myself. I know I, it took me so long to even finish doing the research on this and I technically didn't even get all the information I wanted to get just because I kept falling down like rabbit holes well yeah you gotta th- went through there and did it all the people that are trying to get it banned all the people who are trying to get on the wait list I mean like it's a whole lot of it's a whole lot of shit but I have I to know. say that sounds like a whole lot of scary shit's happening happening up in there oh absolutely terrifying and I feel like just talking about it doesn't do it enough justice. Like, if I show you the pictures, it really just... Right. You can really see lot. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just insane. I love it, though. That was... That was... That's good. Yeah. I told you, we needed a break from serial killers. We yeah, yeah, we did. season strong. Ooh, I love spooky season. I don't know about you, but spooky season is my favorite. Uh, I got dragged out of the house today to buy our Halloween decorations. I was pretty excited. Yes, so ready for it. I'm so ready for it. Didn't want to leave the house, but hey, I got some cute decorations out of it. We're going to set up a little uh, graveyard right outside of our house. So, Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's just, uh, that's just crazy. That was one interesting place, Emily, I have to say myself. That is a good Thank pick. You. That is a good pick that you did this week. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. That's interesting. I like it. I like that one. I can't wait to tell my husband about it. Uh, he'll have to listen. It's okay. I always make him listen. Make sure to check out those pictures. They'll be on our Facebook at facebook.com slash Sinister Hour Pod and Instagram at Sinister Hour Pod. You can listen to us on, what is it? Spotify, Anchor, Pocket. All the, all the usual stuff, yeah. All say, the usual all the stuff. Usuals. I say all the usuals. We ain't got our list right now, but I mean, y'all can hit us up whenever. Y'all like, want to find us. As I say, like, subscribe. Even if you don't like us, you can still subscribe. We're here every Thursday for your listening convenience. If y'all have anything interesting that y'all want us to look up, just hit us up and let us know. Please, our social media is so dead. It makes me so sad. Same. 
It's just disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See y'all next week. All right. Catch y'all later. Bye. Bye.